This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 2-1 delivery. And Springer rifles this one pretty deep to right field. Going back on it is Olsen looking up. See you later! Another leadoff home run for George Springer. And the Astros' lead is one to nothing. That's Springer's 24th home run of the year. Nine times he's let off the ball game in that fashion now. Springer looks like he's headed for the All-Star game. Now, another Astros podcast. 1-2 to Joyce. Ground ball, weekly hit left side. Gonzalez, only one on that side. Fields, guns, and it is in time. And that is the ball game. It was an adventure, but the Astros able to hold on for the 11-8 win over the Oakland A's to even the series at a game apiece. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Astros manager A.J. Hinch. Astros uh, with a win yesterday over the Oakland A's, and uh, your offense was relentless all night and, and really needed to be as it turned out in order to win that game. <laughs> you know, it was, uh, uh, you know, after three innings, I felt like we'd played a complete game on both sides and had a ton of runs had been scored. They had the big four-run inning in the third. We had the big five-run inning, and, and you know, George started it off in the first in, in great fashion with his home run that we've seen a lot this year, but uh, all in all, we you know last night was a night we had to outslug them, and we did. And you mentioned Springer, you know, the leadoff home run is ninth of the season, which is a new Astros record for a single season. And uh, you know he's the leading the team in home runs, but uh, such so, so, such a catalyst at the top of the order with that that threat of the long ball first batter. Yeah, it's hard to argue that he's that his presence isn't isn't the most important at the top of the order. You know his energy, the the, the bat quality that's grown over the. Uh, his time in the big leagues, his, his threat to hit the homer. Uh, I've seen first pitch curveballs of games before that you never see. And, I, you know, he gets the most at-bats on our team. And when he rolls around and he's a middle-of-the-order bat coming up, you know, to, 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 to be on top of the order, it's, uh, it's a nice luxury to have. And, and it doesn't get easier after George. It goes to Redick. It goes to Altuve. It goes to Correa. And the dynamic offense is why we're good. And you mentioned Redick. He had a good game as well. And I know – spring training early in the year you talked a lot about who was going to hit second and uh, Reddick was somebody you considered you moved him into the two spot uh, after the first few weeks of the season and he's really thrived there he has and he, he's he's really a good baseball player and will do anything that you ask him to do he's handling left-handed pitching uh, very well at least the style left-handed pitchers we're putting him in against and and the competitiveness in his at-bats the quality of his at-bats he knows the strike zone he's very hard on himself when he doesn't doesn't do well but uh, I'm not sure we have a guy on the team who handles right-handed pitching any better than Josh Reddick and and having him in you know in between those right-handed hitters at the top of the order seems to be a perfect fit strange outing for David Paulino no walks eight strikeouts that's good only four plus innings and wound up giving up the seven runs however at the with the four homers yeah it was it was an up and down outing for him uh, early I thought he was very dominant had had a lot of strikeouts he was throwing his his fastball with conviction his breaking balls are always really good um, and, and then it seemed that they seemed to get him you know with a couple of home runs and that changed his approach a little bit um, and then he just started falling behind he had I think back to back to back 20 plus pitch innings and and, and just ran, in, ran into trouble. It was that kind of night for him, you know, that the, the, when he was good, he was excellent. When, it, when he struggled, they made him pay for it. And, 
And, uh, you know, but there was some good in there. And I think as a young pitcher, we've got to focus on the good things that he did. Spinning his breaking ball for a strike continues to be a strength of his. Um, you know, not being able to complete five innings and, and get the win and maybe take some of the burden off the bullpen is something that he'll keep working on. But, um, you know, you, when you win games in which a guy pitches, he should go home at night feeling good about himself. Brad Peacock getting the start today and uh, back with the team after paternity leave uh, have, has a few extra days between this start. Are you still hoping to, to continue to get in terms of the length what we've seen from Peacock last few times out? Yeah, I don't think this will really take anything away from him. He threw a bullpen down in West Palm Beach. He, he lives near there where they had the baby and, and he was able to get some work in at our complex. Uh, nice advantage that he lived in the area of our spring training complex. But um, he's ready to go. He's, he should feel really fresh just given that he's had uh, a long gap in between starts as, as almost as if we've given him you know some extra rest time so uh, I don't have any anticipate any problems he kept his throwing up he'll he'll be ready to go AJ Hinch thanks for joining got it Axford with a set now a deep breath here comes the 1-0 pitch to Reddick he lines this one to right field that could be a hit and it is mounting third base Guriel he'll score it's 11-8 Astros what a night for Reddick he just finds a way doesn't he been unbelievable since coming off that concussion DL. Now 12 for his last 22. Welcome back to Astro Launch, everybody. This is Steve Sparks, ahead of the last game of this three-game series with the Oakland A's. And my guest today is James Hoyt, reliever for the Astros. I uh, want to ask you about the, the bobblehead yesterday. Chris Davinsky, pretty elaborate. You and I were just talking about it. Have you ever seen one that involved that Davinsky had? No, it was pretty detailed. I think he was really excited about it. Every time they'd uh, show it up on the screen, you'd, I'd look over to him and he'd just have a big cheese smile on his face. So <laughs> it's good, good for him, you know. It was awesome. Yeah, guy deserves it. Has, have you ever heard anybody call him Dragon? Oh, yeah, all the time. Really? So when I first met him, they were referring to him as the dragon. I go, what's the deal with this guy? Yeah. Why does he, does he have a self-proclaimed nickname, the dragon? <laughs> but it fits him. Whenever you see him throw a changeup, talking about Chris Davinsky, how many guys ask him how he holds it? Because it just looks like such a weird pitch. I just don't know if anybody can replicate that. Yeah, I haven't seen that too much. I know everyone's curious about it. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, he's got great, incredible arm speed with it. And yeah. just, I mean, even when they know it's coming, they're still swinging and missing or getting getting fooled with it. I want to talk to you, James, about what you were doing before you became a professional. So tell me about some odd jobs you may have had growing up. Uh, what was the toughest thing you did uh, as a kid when you were just trying to make some money and scrape by? I think the most the oddest job I ever had was uh, after college. I, uh, I decided to go back to San Diego. I wasn't playing baseball, and I started working on sailboats. So that was a little out of the ordinary, you know, especially transitioning into the career. Uh-huh. Uh, kind of like the real world from post-college baseball. So, What were the dudes like that were working on those sailboats? Were they just crusty as could be? Yeah, there were some characters, yeah. <laughs> Had barnacles on them themselves. <laughs> so, you're at that time. I would imagine you're working to say, "Man, baseball wasn't so bad. I'd love to get the heck out of here." I think that's what got me back into. Co- you know, I started coaching, and I was like, "Okay, I gotta. This is fun. I love being outside." But yeah. you know, the mornings were early. I was out on the dock 6 a.m. and just some characters out there. So, kind of took me a different way. Some of your coaches along the way, can you remember anything that somebody said to you that just kind of stuck with you and you still think about today? Um, yeah, I mean, the first person that comes to mind is, uh, you know, ex-player Tony Phillips. So I played with him in Yuma uh, with the Scorpions. That was my first independent team. And, you know, he just he pulled me aside and he said, man, it don't matter where you come from. 
He's like, you can make it. He's like, you know, I, I came from nowhere, and look with me. I put 20 years in. He's like, I see something in you that, you know, you put together some effort and, you know, stay consistent. You could make it. So that was something I've always remembered. It's unbelievable when, when a major leaguer tells you, hey, your stuff's good enough. I mean, yeah. that's all you need. Yeah. And Conseco was there. He was, his, you know, he was our manager, Jose. So he was also giving me good words of encouragement, saying, you know, hey, you really don't belong in independent leagues. Um, just keep doing what you're doing, and, and good things happen. Last thing with James Wade, what were the bus rides like in independent league? I mean, I know the pay probably was about nothing, but what was the travel like? Yeah, someone asked me this the other day. It was funny because we went from. Laredo, Texas to Winnipeg, Canada. That's over a 20-hour bus ride. And I was the, I had just joined this team, so I was the rookie. And it was a sleeper bus, and I slept on, I had to sleep on the floor. Oh, my God. So it was, it was a grind, you know. It's, that, that is where you're really like, wow, I've, I've come a long way, you know. It's great stories. Hey, thanks, James Hoyt. Continued success. I mean, second half, it's going to be a lot of fun for this year, so keep it going. Yeah, appreciate it. Anytime. This has been a production. And whoever in this crowd wasn't standing before, well, they're getting to their feet now. Of the Houston Astros. This place is rocking right now. Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.